Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, episode 87. My name is Josh. My name is Corey. And today we're going to be talking about the anime film Sword of the Stranger. But first off, Corey, you have a little bit of news? A couple little things. Um, one is the casting announcement for the Teen Titans Go movie. It's going to be in theaters later this year. Uh, they announced who's going to be the voice of Superman. Longtime Superman diehard fan, named his own son Kal-El. The great Nicolas Cage will finally get to play Superman. It's just going to be Con Air, except with Superman. Yep, and other potentially terrible casting uh, <laughs> for that movie is Halsey is going to play the voice of Wonder Woman, and Lil Yachty is the voice of Green Lantern. So, I'd, I'm not up on the popular culture. Who's Halsey? Halsey is a female... Uh, songwriter and okay. uh she has some decent stuff actually there's some songs of hers i do like okay uh, what about uh little 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 yachty i can't yeah, even I yeah i'm just gonna <laughs> leave, leave that alone <laughs> <laughs> okay uh you got anything else uh for fans that have been worried about dragon ball super uh possibly ending this month since the arc does end soon uh akira toriyama came out and said that Later this year, the 20th film is going to come out, and that is going to tie in to a new arc for Dragon Ball Super itself. So, once this movie's over, we can expect the anime to return. It's not going to be a, a, a definitive end. Okay, awesome. So, kind of like what they did with um, Resurrection F and Battle of the Gods? Yeah, And then how much. it spun off into Super... Okay, sweet. Um, any... Uh, has they said anything about if it's still going to be Dragon Ball Super, or...? I'm guessing it would be Dragon Ball Super. I don't see why it okay. would, why the title would change. Okay. Well, I didn't I didn't know if we were going to do like a GT type thing and go crazy with it. I hope not. Dragon Ball Super <laughs> GT. Dragon Ball Super GT sounds it sounds bad. Uh, other than that, I mean, there's uh, a bunch of new anime that came out on Netflix. Uh, so just recently, we had Children of the Whales, Be the Beginning, and Ico the Incarnation. Uh, so those are the newest ones that came out uh, uh, over the last two weeks, I believe. Um, and then there's another one coming out this week. I do not know the name for it. Um, I missed that part in the schedule. Um, they're also doing a Baki the Grappler remake for Netflix. Again, no release date on that or any sort of casting that I have seen. I'm sure there's some out there on the dark web, but Core is the only one with access to the dark web around here. Way so. to put me on a list right there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Josh, cut that. Um, other than that, I mean, that's pretty much all. Uh, I mean, what, what have you been doing, Corey? Because, I mean, this is the first episode that we've done that's uh, an actual sit-down animation type thing since both of us moved. Yeah. Um, earlier this year, we ended up uh, moving quite a bit closer <laughs> um, and just been dealing with that and then shortly after you had to move as well so yep it's been and then very I busy. had to move away 
from being five minutes closer to now it's about 15. So, yeah, so everybody's moving away. But we finally got everything set up in here, so we should be good to go. Uh, And, yeah, I mean, we're back to doing the D&D stuff. Everything's everything's back. So the podcast should be going back to normal. We're still going to be doing some interviews. Um, We've got some stuff in the works. I can't really talk about all that right now. Uh, We're... Again, it's still There's in some stuff in the pipeline. Stages. What? There's some stuff in the pipeline. Exactly. Yeah, stuff in the pipeline. It's uh, it's uh, hopefully will be nice. But uh, Corey, I mean, have you been? I mean, I know you've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter. I did. But play... have, you been, have you been watching a lot of stuff? I have been slacking on every single thing, anime and TV show wise. Oh man. Whereas I'm, I'm, I'm behind. <laughs> whereas I'm the opposite. I've been slacking on the video games and just been doing the TV, which which it's I mean it's good. It helps to like unpack all the little things that still have to be done. You just put something on, but then I'm bad. Then I'll get drawn into it, which yeah. kind of sucks. Yeah, that's but, something. I, I know once I start another show, I'm going to be hooked. But I'm exactly yeah. just I'm I'm addicted to these games at the moment. <laughs> yeah, and doesn't help. Sea of Thieves comes out pretty soon so that doesn't help at all yep but anyway let's go ahead and talk about our main subject this was the movie that when we first brought Corey on there were two movies that he wanted to watch and this was number one I believe yes this was my this for the longest time this was my all-time favorite anime movie uh up until your name came out um go ahead and the movie we're talking about is the 2007 Japanese anime film Sword of the Stranger. It was directed by Masahiro Ando and produced by the animation studio Studio Bones. A little brief little snippet here. Uh, the film follows Kotaro, a young boy who is hunted by a group of swordsmen from Ming Dynasty China for mysterious reasons. Among the group is a fearsome western fighter named Lu Lang, Lu Lang, sorry. Uh, whose only desire is to find a worthy opponent. Kotaru and his dog meet Nana, uh, Nanashi, a nameless ronin, who is hunted by memories of his haunted. I can't read by memories of his past, which have led him to avoid drawing his sword ever again. When the Ming clash with a Sengoku era feudal lord, this was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. A proud general uh, and monks torn between faith and survival. The reason behind the Ming group's pursuit tests the bonds between Kotaru. And Nanashi. I thought that was going to be a little bitty vibe, and then I clicked the thing, and it opened up, and it was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. But that's the movie. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a good episode. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, talk to you guys later. My name's Josh. Uh, so now, Corey. So, as you said, this is your was at the time your favorite anime. So definitely in your top two. You know, right yeah, next to your down. name. So, what is, I mean, basically, what do you like so much about this movie? Let's go straight into it. What do you like about this movie? The relationship between the swordsman and the the kid. Yeah. Uh, For some reason, it just, it clicked with me. I liked it. And my favorite, number one favorite anime is uh, Rurouni Kenshin. So, I Mm -hmm. still like the whole thing of he won't draw his sword. Um... And then also, like I said, the music. 
I had yeah. the main song from this anim- from this movie play at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I mean, definitely a fan. Yeah, I'm right there with you. the The interactions between uh, Kotaru and uh, uh, Nanashi are really, really good. I mean, we have we start off when they first meet, and it's like get out of my house type thing. I thought that was I thought that was cool. And then I mean, yeah, just how their adventure. Like it starts off as a very like okay yeah I'll I'll do this for you kid because you're gonna pay me and then it just kind of winds from there and I thought yeah it was it's a really really good story yeah story wise it was great and I actually I, it's been a while since I watched it so that first opening scene where you see the uh, the western swordsman I forgot how violent that was <laughs> oh oh yeah it's a it is not a it is not a um, happy go lucky movie. It is a very very violent movie. But yeah, hundred percent hands down one of my all time favorites. Um, my biggest complaint I would have to say with it though, story wise, is I don't understand the point of needing the child sacrifice for the potion of immortality. It didn't seem to fit. Yeah, it's it's not explained very well, and I'll I'll just go ahead and say that there there was this part in this movie where I fell asleep, um, <laughs> mainly because Corey had it at fifty five degrees in his house and I was dying, um, so I had to I had to nap for for warmth, um, but yeah, it it didn't. There there are parts of the story where I'm just like this. This is a lot of excess. I mean, yeah, it could be. It, you could just kind of sum it up. The kid could be like, I don't know. He could just be kidnapped. Exactly. I mean, he didn't have to be like the sacrifice. Because again, it's like so. I didn't understand. Again, and, and it's, it's not very very clear. So the Chinese, they're in Japan. They want to go back to China, but they have to kill the kid before they can go back to China. Yes, and, like, and if they don't kill him. At that exact time on that day, they have to wait another year. Exactly, and it's like, but why? What's what's <laughs> killing the kid at this exact time going to achieve? How does this give the immortality? It's it's not clear. I don't know if they're gonna drink his blood. I don't know what the what the whole point I, of it was. Yeah, I, I I don't know. It's it's not really well explained. But and like. All yeah. the all the Chinese are on like special drugs, and I'm like, if you've got these special cool drugs, I mean, just use those. Yeah, they're getting shot with like thirty arrows and still running through people. Oh man, see, yeah, it's it's definitely cool. The action scenes are phenomenal. Uh, like, yeah, that that opening fight on the bridge mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Then we have the uh, like the assault on like the Chinese base. From the feudal Japanese guys, yep. that was really cool. And then we have Nanase climbing his way up the tower to rescue Kotaro and you know taking everybody out. It's it's like it's got a, re- a lot of really really cool scenes, and the character designs are all really really they're fantastic. Yeah. No, and and I think probably one of my favorite fight scenes. It's a short one. But it's whenever uh, the main guy is walking back with uh, 
with food and stuff, and he goes to the bridge, and then the Westerner throws his dagger at him, just because he's he was bored. He wanted to fight. Exactly. Yeah. Just like oh, yeah, it's like this will be fun. I can th- I can blow some time with this. It's like, are you that much of a prick? You have to just fight some random stranger because he carried a sword. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's what you do. That's what the uh, that's that's feudal Japan. You just yep. fight because YOLO. Now, I know you're not a big fan of uh, animal companions. What did yeah. you feel of the dog? Uh, okay, so here, here's here's my here's my thing with animal companions. If the animal companion serves a purpose, good animal companion. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. If the animal companion is only there for comic relief and does nothing for the plot, I don't want the animal companion. Gotcha. Uh, okay. oh, what's what? What is the dog's name? I cannot remember the dog's name. Uh, to- Todish? No. Uh, Toby Maru. Yep. So Toby Maru, like he's there from the beginning, and you see him attack one of the guards that are cut that came that come after uh, Kotaru. So I'm like, well, this right. dog already right in the throat. Is, is a baller. <laughs> and then like when he and Kotaru like devise that plan of okay, we're gonna break into this guy's house. Dog, you go in, steal something, run away. He chases you. I go in and steal the rest. Yep. Beautiful move. Very well done. <laughs> yeah, like I wanna, I wanna Kiba now, just so I can. There so is someone at work that sells them. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, but they're so expensive. Uh, Two hundred bucks. Oh, that's not bad. They're usually like five. That's yeah. not bad at all. And um, they're puppies. <laughs> and they're what? They're puppies. Oh, puppies. Um, yeah. Then we could totally, ha- I could totally have a Toby Maru. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean. The the dog in this one is is great because the dog saves people. The dog is an integral part of the story. It is Kotaru's best friend. I loved the dog. When dog got hurt, I was like, "Better not kill this dog." Dog started and throwing I, up. Also, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, "Oh, don't I am legend me right now, man? Don't yeah. don't do this to me." And they didn't. Thank goodness, I would have rioted. <laughs> so no, the dog was definitely... He, he was a BA. He was definitely a BA dog. So, so uh, now compared to your dogs, where does... Uh, how does Toby Maru shape up? Well, my dogs are definitely not fighters. <laughs> <laughs> they attack with love. They so, do. uh... No, Toby Morrow is definitely... He would just destroy both of my dogs. <laughs> Probably not Scout. Scout's a... That cat's no, a beast. No, Scout's still pretty much... <laughs> oh. she, she screwed too. <laughs> I tried to give her a chance. Yeah, no, no. I, it's a good cat, but no, she's... There's not much fighting her. Oh, man. Okay, so let's kind of go... Let's see. Let, I, let's see. Let, I guess we can go to talk about... Um, like our main character, we can talk about Nanashi. Mm-hmm. I I liked the fact that he was a he was a redhead, and we don't know like his past at all. Yeah, I like that. You, you, you see the little driver. flashback where you saw what haunts him, basically mm-hmm. for a yeah, good reason. Yeah, exactly. Like I like the fact that he was a like he's an orphan from a shipwreck, doesn't know where he came from, has this red hair. 
and is treated like crap the whole entire time yeah. because he's like this the, the red haired demon or whatever. And I, I like that that kind of consumed him for the longest time. Yeah. And then when he got that little stroke of conscience and unfortunately killed those two noble kids from I, one of the I'm guessing lords. they were nobles. Yeah. And that was, so that was brutal. Yeah, that was bad. I was like, oh, dang. But, I mean, but yeah, you can definitely see that that would be the turning point for him. And I thought that was I thought that was a really cool touch. Yeah. Although I am curious, at what point in history did they start dyeing hair? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> That's a that is a good question. Because he melted, he didn't melt. He boiled uh, stinky seeds. Stinky seeds, yeah. And then crushed that down to a black paste, and he said it would last for a week. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe he was good at D and D. He had a disguise kit. I don't know. Science. <laughs> I. It could be one of those where it, it, it's well. See, I, I've always been fascinated with uh, like food and things like that. Like, who was the first person to like take a pomegranate? cut it open, not eat the white stuff, but just eat the seeds and not, like, bite into it. Like, who right. was the first person to do that? Who was the first person to... Who's the first to eat an oyster? <laughs> exactly. Who's the first person to eat an oyster? Who's the first person to take an egg, boil it in water, and then take it out and be like, oh, this is actually pretty good? Who's the first person to take an egg and crack it open and, you know, like... I, like Probably that type a monster. Of stuff is, like, amazes me. Like, who's the brilliant mind who thought of doing these things. Who's the first person that thought I'm going to take this salt and I'm going to put it on this meat and it's going to preserve it for X amount of time. Yep. Like stuff like that. Maybe. So that's why I'm like, maybe somebody they were like, Hmm, these are some nuts. I'll just boil them and eat them. And they did that. And they're like, Oh, the water turned black and it smells. And then they were like, I wonder why the water's black. And then they crunched it up and they're like, Oh, it makes a dye. Maybe something like that happened. That's the only thing. And then they had to create the word for die also. Exactly. Yeah. Like what does what does the word die mean? Oh man. Now, uh, yeah, I, I love that part. I loved the Chinese. I thought they were super cool, especially Lu Lang, cuz I mentioned yes. it to you cuz he wears all that red. And there's there's one scene in particular where it shows him and he's got his black boots, uh, his red I... cape, his red pants. But he's got this, like, white fur along the boots, and then he pulls out his sword, and it looks like Santa Claus is going to kill somebody with a sword. So mad at you. Just it's from the Santa shot. Claus. It looks so cool. <laughs> I never once pictured Santa Claus until you pointed that out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was the first thing I was like, dude, dude's a B.A. Santa Claus is what that guy is right there. But I mean, yeah, I love the way like the Chinese looked. I love all their little little matching outfits. Um, I liked each one had their own specialized design. weapon. Exactly. Yeah, everybody had something cool. I liked like her little like that one archer's little short bow. Mm-hmm. I thought that was super cool looking. Then she got an arrow in the face. Yes, she did. <laughs> yeah, I will say yeah. Like if you're if your character is not like any of the main people on the cover of this movie, they're not going to make it. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, Just don't root for them. Don't <laughs> like anybody. They ain't going to make it. 
Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game yes, of Thrones. Very much Game of Thrones. It's feudal Game of Thrones. There you uh, go. But yeah, like I like the first time that we saw we saw uh, Kotaru, I saw his hair and I was like, dude, kids got anime hero hair. That kid's gonna make it the whole entire movie. Yep, and he ends up getting uh, his own little personal samurai. <laughs> yeah, everybody, Unless he everybody, died. Needs, everybody <laughs> needs their own their own samurai. That's I guess that is a good question. At the very end, do you think he makes it? I don't know. See, that's the thing. Like, if I would have assumed that he made it until they started showing all that blood drip, mm-hmm. and I'm like, now I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, I still want to go with he made it. But yeah, it's it's sketchy. Yeah, it's 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 like a it's a cowboy bebop ending. It's like, did Spike die? Did he not die? Who knows? <laughs> See, for me in that one, I assume he died. <laughs> oh, Spike. Yep. Well, yeah, it makes sense that he dies, but at the but at the same time, you're like, I don't want him to die because he's Spike and he's amazing. Yeah. But in his story, it makes sense that he this is why he would die. So, besides the uh, the fight scenes, what do you think of the movie itself visually? Are we still talking about Cowboy Bebop? Or... No, no, no. No, I'm just kidding. Um, visually, I thought it was really, really good. There weren't any 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 parts that just stuck out to me. I liked the landscapes. The landscapes were really good. But it wasn't a movie like Your Name or anything like mm-hmm. that. But again, it's not supposed to be that. This is more of a different type of story than your name or uh summer wars or anything like that we still have lots of really cool backgrounds and everything but the backgrounds don't like pop out at you yeah like something like but again that's also like 10 years down the line where something like your name like the individual leaves just kind of pop out at you but I, other i mean i liked it i like everything seemed like it fit the time like the little fishing village looks like an actual fishing village. It looked real and lived in. The I loved the broken down house on the top of the hill. I thought that was the coolest place. I wanted to go to Japan and like find that place, fix it up, and live there forever. Visually, I think for me, probably one of my favorite uh, spots was not anything major, but whenever they're fighting on the altar... And because they covered the entire altar in chicken blood, and it started started to snow, uh, you have the white snow everywhere. But whenever they oh, start yeah. fighting, it slides, and so you mm-hmm. start it starts showing uh, red underneath. So yeah, it's, it's that, something that small, bleed, but that, I like that, that bleed type feeling that it was doing. Yeah, that was that was a really cool scene, which they Star Wars probably stole. I, I probably I just as I was saying that I'm like, oh, that's that planet. <laughs> Exactly. We'd say, we're on to you, you, you Disney, <laughs> stealing stuff from anime again. But, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought all of the fight scenes were really well choreographed. Everything looked like it was real. There wasn't a point in this movie that wasn't believable. There was one for me. Okay. Uh, again, final fight scene. Um,. Whenever the bad guy jumps off of oh, okay. the altar and plows through a bunch of the construction <laughs> and then lands, that was the only part of the entire movie I was like, "Wait, did you just get superpowers?" 
Well, here's the <laughs> thing. Like he's he's like all all hopped up on PCP. No, he's not. He didn't take it. He doesn't take oh, it. That's he says right. so he uh, take multiple it. times. Before, oh, you're right. You're right. It was adrenaline. He doesn't take it. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even think about that. Oh, oops. Yeah, that okay. was the only part that seemed odd for me. You're right. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm right there with you on that one now. I completely forgot. For whatever reason, I was thinking that they were all taking it. But, huh, yeah. I will say, I did like when he cuts the, uh, uh. the lead Chinese guys with the, <laughs> with the gun. I love, like, yeah. when he cuts, like, his arm and it's just, like, hangling by, like, a little piece of skin. And the guy's like, dude, what the heck are you doing? Like, doesn't get <laughs> mad. He's just like, why? It's like, bro, like, really? You threw my shot off. It's like I need this arm, guy. <laughs> yeah, I. But it's also one of those where there's a lot of people in this movie that I do like. You do start to like. Like I was really liking the young Chinese kid. Mm-hmm. I was liking it. The one with the with the two swords. Yeah. I thought he was cool. I was like, oh, this guy is cool. And then I liked the uh, the other guy who's with the feudal lord. The, like his like lieutenant or whatever yes with the bow uh, i was like that guy's super cool like when he kills one of the chinese girls i was like dude that was cool and then he gets like knocked off his horse and then like just dead and i was like oh well that's another then. thing also <laughs> this movie does not like horses it does not like horses at all like they ride like they they ride one horse into the ground and then threaten to do it to two more horses they shoot a and couple they other ones. They cut one leg off. Of mm-hmm. Like, is ugh. Is bad. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a horse-friendly movie. Almost wasn't a dog-friendly movie. <laughs> it was, oh, yeah, this is, this is true. But they were like, no, leave the dog. We'll just kill another horse instead. Yep. That'll, that'll, that'll make it, you know, that'll even everything out. Because just trying to sacrifice a young little child isn't bad enough no no hey dude it's not like children of the whales i still need to watch (laughs) yep not gonna spoil too much of that one but it's not like children of the whales oh god um i mean yeah i mean uh like the like going back with like uh, what you were saying i thought the animation was fantastic and again it's studio bones who they do darker than black my hero academia pretty much everything they're a fantastic animation company so whenever they do anything i'm like yeah i mean i know it's gonna be good because (laughs) that is the studio if you want something done that's the studio you go to yeah now i had this movie up quite a bit did i overhype it for you 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 hyped it up as the best movie ever made for me personally, yeah. Until yeah. your name. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, I forgot. Bones did the uh, the Cowboy Bebop movie too. Oh, nice. I forgot about that. Um. Honestly, for me, I thought the movie was actually really, really good. You, it was, it was hyped up, but I don't feel that it didn't live up to the hype. Mm-hmm. There were really good parts in it. Uh, I need to watch it again. You know, not in, you know, 45 degree temperatures. <laughs> it um, keeps going down by 10 degrees every it time. It keeps going down. Um, 
so I mean, yeah, I mean, I even though it was like twenty five degrees in your in your house when we watched it, like there was ice forming. Well, I but... wanted to get the same effect because it was snowing <laughs> in the anime, so I wanted you to to be able to see your breath in the house. Okay, cool. It's it's a it's an immersive experience. Exactly. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I thought it was well done. Like the music fit. It wasn't anything that I, that was out of place. Um, again, I'm not really good at music, but mm-hmm. the parts that like whenever there was a battle scene and that music would kick in, I was like, "Gotcha, I'm there." And then we had a couple. There were a couple scenes where there was no music at all in the battle scenes. Yeah, and I thought that was really good too. It was a nice contrast. Uh, it definitely definitely pulls you in whenever they whenever they do it like that. Oh, definitely. So I mean, yeah, I I thought it was great. Um, I was a big fan of the animation. Like I said, like the characters, I, I can't fault any of the characters. I enjoyed all the characters when you don't want one to die. That's how, you know, you got a good one. Like I fully expected Nanashi to die during the movie. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I was like, that's just going to happen. He's going to die. That's not avoid. Like it's unavoidable. It's going to happen. And then they leave it ambiguous at the end. So for me, going in thinking that's what's going to happen and then being surprised with, oh, he could actually live from this. I thought that was good. I also didn't think that everybody and their dog was going to die, and the dog (laughs) didn't die. So No John Wick here. No John Wick. Would Koto have gotten another dog? (laughs) Oh, God. So what about you? So... It'd been a while since you've seen it, and then you saw it again. What is it still just below your name for you? Yes, it is okay. just barely below your name. Uh, the only reason I think your name beats it is because you can ugly cry with that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this one is definitely, it's always going to be near the top for, for movies for me. Um, and like you said, it has been a long time since I saw it, and even still, everything just—I think it's probably my fifth, sixth time watching it, and I can watch it again tomorrow and be perfectly fine. Nice. No, we we didn't have you on our Your Name episode, did we? No, I think I believe that was before. I think so too. Yeah, we need to. Yeah, we haven't talked to Your Name. We should we should do that someday. Like do like a revisit. Yeah. Now that it's come that. out, I think that was the problem. Is I watched it uh, before you guys saw it in theaters. Oh yeah, that's right. So. Oh man. But, eh, well, I'm done for that one. Yeah, we we should definitely do that. So I guess let's go ahead and rate it. So right. Corey, what would you give Sword of the Stranger? Uh, easily five Durgans. Five Durgans, nice. I am going to give it a solid four Dipper Pines. Yep. Um, the And again, that could definitely go up. My, again, I, I will say my problem with the movie is there are some slow parts. Yes. That's like there's there's a couple pacing issues with the movie. But other than that, the story is good if you do pretend you don't know what the Chinese are doing. <laughs> if you just think that the Chinese want to kill the kid, 
because he stole the dog whatever just whatever you your mind wants to do if you think about it that way it's great if you try to dig too deep into why the chinese want to kill him to obtain immortality that's when you kind of kind of stop yourself and be like okay well huh maybe that's when it gets a little bit iffy fair enough i get that but yes i mean like for me solid four uh oh you know we didn't talk about this was this the first time you watched it dub yes yeah so you're used to the uh the the you're you're mainly a sub guy and i'm mainly a dub guy so what did you think of this dub Unfortunately, we couldn't watch the sub because it was on Funimation, and Funimation pretty much gotten rid of all of their sub stuff and put everything over to dubs, and I believe Crunchyroll has all of the subs now. Hmm. That was part of their mer- like their agreement merger thing that they did to where Crunchyroll would get all of the subs, but then Funimation would get the majority of those dubs. Gotcha. So that makes it, sense. Was their, it was their kind of compromise that they did. That makes sense. Uh, honestly, I was very nervous going into this to hear the dub. Uh, I expected it to be bad, especially with it being from 2007. Yeah, and it uh, not being an actual Funimation dub. Yes. And not recognizing a single uh, cast member. <laughs> yeah. This is true, yeah. Looking through this, I'm like, I, have n- I don't know any of these people. But the biggest worry that I had was the Chinese uh, swordsman. His voice uh, subbed is awesome, so I really wanted for that to kind of be the same, and it was. Nice. Uh, I was very surprised and pleased with uh, the dub. If there were more things that were dubbed closer to this, I would be okay with it. Yeah, and and that's definitely a thing. Like I I, I talked with uh, like when I talked with uh, Amanda C. Miller on the last episode, we talked about that where the dubs from the the late 90s into the early 2000s they were a little bit suspect because you're kind of like just pulling people who really don't know how to do dubs and just like throwing them into that spotlight and it's like all right you do this and it's it's different from at the time like when you're doing american cartoons because the way that you do a cartoon is i i'm i would talk like this and then you would animate it whereas with the dubs they're having to match lip flaps for the first time which they've not had to do before yeah. and having to it's yeah it's it's a completely different thing so i try and give those like early 90s 2000 dubs kind of a kind of a pass sometimes um when it gets into now and it's not good those ones i kind of like I'm, I'm just like no i can't there's no excuse for this yeah but yeah like, like for what you're saying like uh like what you said um for this dub being from 2007, I was a little bit iffy because, again, it wasn't a Funimation dub. It's the original studio. But listening to it, I was like, you know what? These are these are really, really good. You understand why Nanashi's voice, he is kind of sullen and distant at the beginning. But yeah. you do hear his voice and everything. He does expand throughout the film. This, and like Kotor, I thought Kotor's voice was fantastic. Definitely, um, Lu Lu Lang's voice was really good too. And I I couldn't tell. I don't think they did, but when they had to speak in Chinese, I couldn't tell if it was the American actors speaking in Chinese because no. the voices matched so perfectly. 
Yeah, I, I said it, I I was I'm I could at least almost swear that it was the same Chinese voice guy for that part. Okay, I mean, yeah, uh, it it very well but, could be, but just like they matched so well. Yeah, that they I did was amazing. Like, Dang, this was perfect. And if they didn't match it, and it was that voice actor, then hell of a job <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Oh man, so. I guess uh, for our next episode, we can go ahead and talk a little bit about our next episode. We're going to be doing The Isle of Dogs, which is the new Wes Anderson film. It comes out next week. Um, Gavin's going to be on that episode. Corey, do you want to come see that movie and do that episode with us? That depends. Exactly. I I know because you're not a big fan of the stop motion. I, I am interested in that movie. Okay. But... My mom is having surgery in the middle of the week next week. Ooh. <laughs> so that's my – I don't want to make plans. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, we definitely hope her surgery goes well for sure. Yeah. But that is going to be our next episode. So we're going to be doing that uh, not really cartoon cafe style because cafes are loud. Um, so probably just regular – and it will be a spoiler-filled episode, so we will spoil the movie. But that is that is a that is going to be next week's episode, and then hopefully the week after that we'll have a miraculous ladybug episode. Um, we may have a special guest or two on that episode. Still in the process of working all those details out, but then we'll basically be back to our regular, you know, normal regular scheduled programming. programming. Exactly. <laughs> so now. We haven't really done the core. You weren't a part of this last time, but we did a thing last year where we did audience appreciation April. So basically okay. what we would do is we put a post out and everybody would put in, put sorry, everybody would comment with what they wanted us to review in April. Again, because it's audience appreciation April. No, I was a part of that last what year. What you want us to do. So this year we're going to do audience appreciation April again. So what we're going to do later on this week, uh, on Wednesday, we're going to be putting out a audience appreciation April post on our Instagram, on our Twitter, on our Vero, and on our Tumblr, and I guess on our Facebook. So we're basically all of our social media. We're gonna put. We don't have that MySpace yet. Maybe one day we'll get good enough to get a MySpace account. It's expensive, hopefully. man. Exactly. I mean, fingers crossed. But we're gonna we're gonna put a post on there, and then we want to hear from you guys what you want us to review. And the way we're gonna be doing it, same way as last year, we're gonna be doing that for the rest of this month. So on Wednesdays, we'll probably also put that again on Saturdays, just so that you know it's on there twice. So if you miss the Wednesdays pro- post and you don't want to scroll through everything and you want to comment again. We'll put it on Saturday. So Wednesday and Saturdays for the rest of the month, we're going to be doing our Audience Appreciation April posts. So what what you're going to do, you're going to comment what you want us to review. And it can be a movie. It can be a TV show. Uh, TV shows, we'll probably only do like the first like two or three episodes unless it's something that we're both super familiar with. Because, I mean, having to do in a week a five season of a TV show is a little bit much. Yeah, maybe it's like the the very most of this, the full season of like one season. 
Exactly. So, like, if someone's like, we want you to do Steven Universe, which we haven't done Steven Universe, then it's like, well, there's, like, five seasons of that, so we'll probably just, like, cotton pick a couple episodes um, and, you know, go from there. But that's what we want to do. So you'll put those in there, and then what we'll do at the end of the month, uh, or end of uh, March, we're going to go in and we're going to pull all of those submissions, and then we're going to put them all in our number generator, and that is how we're going to decide the top four things that pull out for April. And those are the four things that we're going to do for our audience appreciation April. Uh, I will say, last year I was a part of it. Oh, yeah. What did you have us do? It was Sort of the stranger. <laughs> yeah, it was sort of the stranger, but that one didn't make the cut. Nope, but that's what I, that's what I requested. <laughs> oh, man. Um, it comes full circle. It came full circle. Yeah, we finally did it. So this was Audience Appreciation April. It only took us a year to get to Corey's submission, but we did it. Um, yeah, so, yeah, basically the more things that you put in there, we I don't want you to spam every single time. Like, I, if you want us to do Steven Universe, I don't want you to put Steven Universe 37 times on one post. If you come back each post and do Steven Universe or whatever, that's fine. I just don't want... 38 different ones from one single person saying this. Now, overwhelmingly, if we have 13 or 30 people say that, hey, I want you to do Leap on Netflix, then yeah, we'll do Leap on Netflix. Or My Hero Academia. Exactly. You want to <laughs> yeah, again, it's what you whatever you guys want us to do. It can be an anime, it can be an American cartoon, it could be a foreign cartoon. The only thing with the foreign cartoon cartoons is it may be a little bit hard for us to find over here because sometimes those do get a little bit weird because sometimes there's region locking that we can't get over here. Well, you already uh, said I'm part of the dark web, so I, I can find it for us. Corey is part of the dark <laughs> web, so he can probably get a, get a hold of it. Uh, so yeah, that's what we're going to be doing. That's going to be our audience appreciation April. We may be doing a giveaway. I know we're doing a giveaway for our Miraculous Ladybug episode, so stay tuned for that. And we may... Uh, yeah, no, yeah. That's just going to be a Miraculous Ladybug. I'm not going to put that in with audience appreciation. We'll probably have another giveaway for audience appreciation April. But... That being said... Oh, Corey, you got anything else for this episode? That's pretty much all I got. I'm glad, I'm glad to finally be back on it again. So, what? So I'm glad to be back on it again. So I mean, hey, I'm I'm glad yeah. that we're doing an actual. We actually got to watch something and talk about it. Yeah, it's been a cool it's, minute. Yeah, it's been a while. To quote, never mind. Um, geez, sorry, it's been a while. Um, other than that, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't have anything either. Um, definitely check out our good friends over at Cloud City Cast. They just did the an episode on Song of the Sea, which for their I can't believe you haven't seen this podcast part thing segment that they do on the on Cloud City. Uh, it was it was it was really good. They both really enjoyed it. I will say uh, thanks for the shout out for our Secret of Kells episode. They didn't remember that we did a Song of the Sea episode, <laughs> so. Yeah, you can go watch Song of the Sea, go listen to their episode, and then come back and listen to our episode about Song of the Sea. And then you can then you'll be tired of it and you won't want to listen to Song of the Sea anymore. Or you may want to. 
You might love it. You might love it. it might be the best you song might, you ever heard. You might want to be. You might want to be a selkie. You might want to go to Ireland and do that in Cork. I guess I don't know if it takes place in Cork. I'm not sure. Anyway, yeah, you, you lost me. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's all it's all good. So Corey, where can everybody find you? You can find me at uh, Facebook and Twitter at Majestic Corey. You can find You're me welcome. on Twitter and it's oh sorry what? You're welcome. You're welcome. You got the inner. You got the Instagram at Majestic Corey too, right? That's what I meant to say. Instagram, not Facebook. My Facebook's not Majestic Corey. <laughs> His, if it is Majestic Corey, that's some cool stuff. Oh man, yeah, I got to change that now. But no, Instagram and Twitter at Majestic Corey. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Twittergram. You can Twittergram. find me on on the Twitter. Oh my gosh, on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast. On Twitter at Animate Podcast. Cast on Facebook, Vero, and Tumblr at Animation Station Podcast. And you can also go to our website, animationstationpodcast.com, and find all of our episodes on our website, Instagram. Uh, nope, can't find them on Instagram, can't listen to anything. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's been so long. iTunes and Stitcher and Podbean and basically any place that you can listen to a podcast. And eventually, when we get that big money in, MySpace. Exactly. Man, I wish we could get into that market one day. One like day what? we'll be big enough and get a, get a MySpace account. It's like 17 bitcoins to get a MySpace account. It's ridiculous. Oh, gosh, it's ridiculous. All right, so for the animation station, I'm Josh. I'm Corey. I buy a little butterfly. Toodaloo.